BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Baxter outside the left junction, hands it off to Hawes. Lob it up for Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Cougar Pregame Live is also brought to you by Quick Quack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved everywhere. Now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Tonight, the BYU Cougars begin the 2020-2021 college basketball season, hosting the Griffins of Westminster. Now, we all remember how deflating it was to have last season abruptly end due to COVID-19. And honestly, a very promising postseason for the Cougars never happened. Not only did BYU not get a chance to showcase its talents in the NCAA tournament, several high-profile play, high players had their Cougar careers end in the WCC tournament, and they didn't even know it at the time. Gone from last year's roster are Yoli Childs, TJ Haas, Jake Toulson, Zach Selyus, Dalton Nixon, Evan Troy, Blaze Neald, and Taylor Mond. That's eight players, five of which were either starters or played significant minutes and had bigger roles off of last season's team. That brings us to this year's roster, and it looks very different in many ways if you think about it. There are eight new players, and the team size has grown significantly. Matt Harms, one of the nation's best grad transfers, chose BYU over schools like Kentucky and Texas Tech, Wyatt Lowell and Richard Harward. They were on the roster last year but had to sit out after transferring from UVU. And speaking of transferring from Utah Valley, guard Brandon Averett will now join Alex Barcelo in the Cougar backcourt. Averett comes to BYU after transferring to UVU after two seasons at Oklahoma State. Now Gideon George is a transfer from New Mexico Junior College. And let's not forget freshman Caleb Lohner, who most thought would commit to BYU out of high school at Wasatch Academy. He comes to Provo after originally committing to Utah and then asking for his release. Now, while this team is without a lot of experience from last year, there are those who believe from a talent standpoint, this year's roster is just as good, if not better, than last season's. That's really interesting. It's something that we'll certainly pay attention to this year. Big shoes to fill. But I really do believe this group is up to the task. And that brings us to tonight's opponent, the Griffins of Westminster. The Griffins made the short drive south from Salt Lake for tonight's Thanksgiving Eve matchup. This game's the first of three games that BYU will play this week. After tonight, the Cougars will host New Orleans tomorrow on Thanksgiving. And then UVU on Saturday. At least that's the way the schedule currently stands. UVU uh, pausing their basketball activities. They had a game that they were originally going to play against Stanford, but because of COVID, uh, they are not playing that game. As of right now, UVU still on the schedule. Uh, we'll have to wait and see uh, where that game stands for Saturday night, whether uh, BYU will play UVU, whether they'll play somebody else, whether the game takes place. All that stuff's still up in the air. But right now, BYU set to play uh, three games in the next four days, and it all begins tonight with Westminster. All right, brings us to tonight's player interview, and that is with guard Alex Barcelo. I'm really excited to see Alex with more of a scoring role this season. It's uh, just one of the many things that I brought up uh, when I talked with Alex after practice yesterday. 
I'm pumped for the basketball season to be here. I can't even imagine what it's like for you guys as players. How excited are you guys to finally get this thing going? Oh, super excited. Our adrenaline was pumping today in practice. You know, we've been playing against each other for the past few months. We're, we're getting tired of that. So we want to see some new faces and, and we're ready to go, man. Before the football season started, I asked a very similar question to one of the players before the very first game of BYU's football season. So I'm going to ask you this as well. With everything that's happened this year, how fortunate do you feel that you are at this point getting ready to play a a basketball game? Extremely fortunate. You know, Coach Pope tells us and and the entire coaching staff tells us just worry about, you know, the next day, you know, getting better that day. Everything else will take care of itself, fall into play. There's, there was an extreme worry about it a few months ago, whether or not we were going to even have games, but then seeing a schedule come out and then non-conference schedule come out and, you know, us being right, right there and playing tomorrow, you know, it's, it's extremely fortunate, you know, to be at this university, to be able to play games. We're going to do everything we can do um, safety wise and, and following all the protocols, but we, we put in all the work to, to get to this point and, and we're extremely excited. You get to jump right into it with three games in a week. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, you go from not having games for months and all of a sudden three, you're going to get a pretty good idea of, of how good the team is right out of the gate. Oh, for sure. Coach Pope joked with us today. He said, no more practice, only games. And we were all kind of cheering for that uh, just because we have been practicing so hard. Um, but this is such a great group of guys. You know, we, we're a very talented group. I think you're, you're exactly right. We're going to learn a lot about ourselves this week. And uh, that's what we want. I mean, that's what we prepare for and we're ready for that. Well, and everybody knows there's a lot of turnover. I mean, the, the, the number of players and the production that you guys lost from last year's roster, you know, is pretty significant. But you and Connor, Colby Lee, other guys from last year's roster back, and then you bring in all this other talent. Where do you think fans will see the biggest difference in this team when they watch? I think overall, I mean, obviously we have different, you know, different players that, that play differently, um, guys stepping into new roles. But I think overall, you're going to see the same BYU basketball. I mean, that's what we stressed last year, you know, playing how these coaches stress and how they see the game through their eyes, sharing the ball, being tough on the defensive end, you know, communicating, working together as one. That's what we've been stressing this entire summer. Um, that's what we've been working hard towards. You know, we're, we're not 100% there yet. And that's something that we need to continue to work on every day, which is going to come just like last year. Like it, it's going to be fun learning about ourselves and just seeing all these new guys, you know, step up into these different roles and also the transfers that we got in extremely high talented guys, the freshmen that we have very talented guys, but it's going to be fun just building that chemistry even more now that the games are coming. Safe to say that we could see a little bit more offense from you this year. Last year, you were great at facilitating and I would imagine that will still be obviously a part of your game. Are we going to see some more scoring from you this year? Because I, I, I think you've just been waiting for your time, and I think that time is now. I think it's safe to say that, you know, my teammates, they have a, a high trust in me to score the ball. My coaches have a, a high trust in me to score the ball as well, and, and they think that they think and want me to be that threat offensively. So I think you're definitely going to see a lot more of that, but I'm just going to take what the game gives me, you know. I try to just make the smartest play um, and give and take what the defense gives me whether that's, you know, me hitting a shot, getting to the rim or dishing to my teammates, whatever works to help us win, that's what I'm going to do. But I think you're safe to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, you look at this roster and you said it's still going to be BYU basketball, but I I look at the roster and I'm like, okay, well, that guy can score. Well, that guy can score. You can have so many combinations on the floor and really not miss a beat. And that's probably on both offense and defense. Exactly. I mean, this group, like, we're so tough. I can't stress that enough. You know, we've come in and battle every day, even through two days. Coach says we only went 
two days for probably two weeks. But I mean, we say, well, we went through it for four to six weeks, but every single day, these guys came in and battled the transfers, the freshmen, the guys returning. Like we just tried to hold ourselves to a certain standard of we're going to be that team that's going to do, you know, come up with 50-50 balls, dive on the floor, do all the intangibles that, that most guys don't really want to do. And I think that's what's going to really set us apart as we continue out uh, throughout the season. But yeah, it, I mean, you're exactly right. Like just just being as tough as we can be on the defensive end. And I think that's going to translate to the offensive end because the, the points are going to come. Besides obviously getting the win, what are you guys hoping to see against Westminster? What are you guys wanting out of that game? Just to see that we've gotten better at some of the things we've been stressing in practice, like rebounding, you know, all, all the basics, rebounding, transition defense, you know, coming up with 50-50 balls, getting a catch, catch first. You know, we've been stressing defense so much. And I think like that that's probably the biggest thing that we're going to, you know, want to get out of this game is just how good are we defensively going up against a, a different squad? All right, brother, last question. You're wearing a new number this year. You got you got number 13. What's the – now, Brandon is wearing number four, and that was your number last year, but I don't think he's ever worn four. So what's the change in the jerseys here? So I was talking with my girlfriend, Zoe, a little bit over the summer, and, okay. uh, like, I had always been number 23 my entire life. I loved Michael Jordan. And then it kind of flowed with my initials, AB23. And then I was joking with Yo. I'm like, hey, man, that, that's not your jersey after this year. Like, that, that's mine. Like, that's been my number. But then the more and more I thought about it kind of coming here, I didn't really get to choose the number four. Like, it was just a jersey that fit me because I came here late in August. So I just was kind of, you know, throwing that jersey. And I was like, all right, I'll wear it, whatever I had to do. I didn't even know I was going to get my waiver. And then I got it. And so I wore number four just by chance. And then like, I've always lived by a quote, Philippians 413. At first it, it was my girlfriend's favorite number. And then she was like, well, it also is, you know, the quote that you live by. Like I have it tattooed uh, on my left side, my left ribs. I've always just kind of stuck by that quote. Uh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So I was like, all right, I customized a pair of shoes at the end of the year last year. I wore them in the WCC uh, the tournament and they had 13 on the back of them. And I was just kind of looking at myself in practice and I, I was like, oh, four, 13. Like, that's my tattoo. Yeah. So, quote that I've lived by. And it just kind of stuck, you know, I'm in a new place, you know, God put me on, you know, a certain journey. I didn't, I never expected to be here at BYU, but it's something that's worked out and I've put my trust in him. So I don't know. I think my girlfriend's the smartest girl in the world for telling me that um, it's her <laughs> favorite number. And then I also love Steve Nash. So just kind of all those three things kind of work together. And I was like, you know what? I think it's time. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do away with the number 23 and bring, bring 13 into the picture. There we go. New year, new number. Everybody's <laughs> excited. Let's go, Alex. Thank you so much. Appreciate it and good luck. Yeah, thank you so much, Jason. Appreciate All right. that. All right, BYU guard Alex Barcelo. I really am excited to see what type of additional scoring opportunities are there for him. Last year, there was so much around him that you know, obviously the guy can score. We know he can create his own shot. He can do that. But there were so many other guys around that I think he set up other guys. And now I think there's more of an opportunity for him to, to shoulder some more of the, of the scoring load. And I certainly expect him to do that and be able to handle that uh, extremely well. Really excited and appreciate him joining me after practice yesterday. This season, BYU basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer that BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs coming up next we're going to head next door to the marriott center that's right it is time for our courtside conversation with the one and only mark durant cougar pregame live presented by mountain america credit union continues in a moment on the new skin byu sports network 
Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar pregame live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. That's right. It's the season opener. BYU basketball tipping off tonight, hosting Westminster at the Marriott Center, and that is where we will head right now. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. And Mark, let me just tell you, my life is more enriched when you are a part of it. And the fact that I get to talk with you again and share these moments means the world to me, my friend. Jason, my love, it's truly (laughs) special. And uh, I am so happy to be here because of you, yes, but just in general. Being back in the Marriott Center, I mean, it just makes me, even even though this is freaking weird over here, you see it, (laughs) it still makes me feel normal again. And, you know, hopefully we're on the road back to that and, now the next step will be to get some fans in here. I mean, I can't help but think about the last time I was in this building, Jason, and against Gonzaga. Never has it been more crowded. Every inch of this floor was packed with people screaming and yelling and dancing and celebrating. And and to have it empty, that kind of hurts my heart a little bit. But we'll do what we got to do. But the most important thing is to play basketball and give these kids a chance to exhibit their skills and reward them for all of the work and effort they put into this game in their life and i'm just happy that it's happening in whatever way shape or form to find a way to make it happen and we're playing basketball and that's that's really exciting yeah that's what's important we're playing basketball and we found out last night uh that byu is going to be playing basketball with head coach mark pope for several more seasons uh the head coach announced they announced last night that he signed a contract extension uh, for a couple more seasons, Mark, I love the idea of giving him and his staff more security to continue to build this program. The the trajectory that the program is on right now, man, sky's the limit. Well, let me talk about Mark Pope for just a second. Here's the list of things I don't like about Mark Pope. So that's it. Um, <laughs> every, I mean, he's listen, just as a person, just to be around him. I mean, you spend time with him. He is the most positive, energetic, fun, kind, thoughtful person you could imagine. And so you just, just like this force in the room, and, and you just want to be around him, and you like him. And, and the reason I mention that, not just because it's a nice thing, but you don't think recruits feel that when he comes to their house and the parents. Man, I would die to have a kid play for a guy like Mark Pope. And you see it in the recruits they're getting. And and then, uh, you know, aside from all that, I mean, his coaching, uh, that job he did last year was phenomenal, getting the guys to, first of all, to stay like Yoli and getting Jake, and then to, to utilize and maximize their talents. And the, the way he plays basketball is exciting and fun. And, and the guys play with confidence, and they believe in him, and they believe in the locker room. I mean, how, I mean it would be mouth malpractice for BYU to not try and extend him and not give him everything he wants because as long as Mark Pope is here, this program is in great shape and is on a rocket ship trajectory to greatness. It was a heartbreaker not to see what they could have done last year in the tournament, but, man, I'm excited about this new team, so many new guys. Under Mark Pope and and, and Coach Robinson and Coach Burgess and and Coach Figger and the whole whole program, I mean, these guys are fantastic, and I'm not blowing smoke at BYU fans. Uh, they're the real deal. They're the best that we could possibly hope for here. We need to do everything we can to keep them around. 
We do have a few more specifics. Uh, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, I think you know him. He's probably sitting right next to you, although socially distanced at the current moment. Uh, I missed him. He's such a gorgeous man. I'm watching him <laughs> fiddle with his wires and plugging stuff in. And he's in his element. He looks like he, he's got this big command center. Yes. And what I really like is that I'm over six feet away from him because he beats on me during the game. I mean, he hits me and, scream, and squeezes my arm. So it's going to be much more pleasant this year. Well, he, he just got done speaking with head coach Mark Pope, and you will hear that interview in its entirety coming up in, uh, in about, uh, about 15 minutes. Uh, the starting lineup for tonight is going to be Brandon Averett, one of the new players, uh, Alex Barcelo, Connor Harding, Gavin Baxter, and Colby Lee. One of the new players you will not see tonight is Matt Harms dealing with a little bit of an ankle injury. Uh, Greg tweeted out that Coach Pope says, quote, he's not quite 100%, calls uh, Harms' status day-to-day. So good news is it's not looking like it's anything long-term. But when you look at the lineup BYU will put out there tonight, and you talked about how excited you are about this new group, it it really is a, a lot of different pieces that all fit into kind of the master plan and the master scheme of what BYU wants to do. The size significantly bigger. I think you're going to be able to do a few more things in terms with your your athletic bigs. Um, what, what do you make of the roster in general? I love it. One of the reasons I love it so much is because you do have some real size and depth. Uh, I think you really need that to compete against the best teams. Uh, so, you know, you talk about Matt Harms. Hopefully he's going to be fine. I think he'll be fine. But I hope he's ready to go for the USC's of the world uh, next week and and, you know, just it's like in football with an offensive line. It just if you got the protection and, you know, the blocking, it makes it so much easier for everybody else. And when Matt Harms is on the floor, teams, the other team's game plan is completely changed. You can't shoot in the paint. It will get blocked. So you have to shoot jumpers. You have to shoot threes. And to take away an entire aspect of someone's game, that's a difference maker, and, and he can move, and he can shoot, and he's a threat from three. And, and it's not just him. It's it's the, go down the list. Rarely do you have two good big men, and BYU's got like five. And uh, I think that'll be – now it's going to change kind of what they do a little bit, maybe not so three-point reliant this year. Uh, they'll still shoot a ton of threes. I mean, uh, that's clearly uh, – you need to do that, but – I just like the fact that BYU's not going to go into any game this year, whether it's Gonzaga or Power Five. What any team they face, they're not going to be at a disadvantage size-wise, and that has rarely, if ever, been the case at BYU, and that's nice. I'm going to combine uh, one more question with our our keys to the game. And by the way, Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and Orm proudly present our keys to the game. So, besides wanting your keys to the game. What are your expectations for this game tonight? What are you wanting out of it? Well, it's it's hard, obviously, because you have no exhibition games. You have so many new faces. You're working on chemistry. Uh, this is a good start uh, for BYU to, to kind of figure that out, let the players get to know each other. You kind of see, though, that that, that starting five is the, the most experienced group. And so you'll start with that experience and then just kind of try and feed in guys. BYU's not going to lose this game, uh, but it's about figuring out rotations, uh, figuring out how guys play with each other, and uh, I think that that's kind of the point of this game tonight. E- ease in a little bit, 
and uh, try and get everybody ready to go for games that may be a little bit more competitive. Mark, you are not going to believe this when I tell you this. Just to, to put into perspective how special it is when you and I get a chance to talk, in the middle of our conversation, I received an email offering me free fried pickles. <laughs> I am not joking about that. I got a, an email about some free fried pickles. We're not going to mention where. It's not free advertising. But I just thought that that was appropriate because you are the person that uh, that showed me exactly where to get the best fried pickles, and I have to agree with you. Listen, if fried pickles are on the menu, you better <laughs> invite me. You're getting free fried pickles. I better be part of that. Right. I don't Done. care if you get a chicken salad. I want the pickles. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Mark, you are the best. I have missed talking with you, and we'll hear you with Greg coming up. Thanks, Jason. There we go. Mark Durant, our courtside conversation from the Marriott Center. Man, he is awesome to talk to. I love that guy. After a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores in college hoops. Lots of games going on. We will get to those coming up on the other side. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America Credit Union on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. I'm digging the new music, too. We're rocking you out here on Cougar Pregame Live. Jason Shepard with you. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Getting you ready for the season opener, BYU hosting Westminster. Uh, BYU not the only local team in action tonight. Most of the other teams, though, have yet to tip off. Southern Utah will be at LMU. That game will tip off at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. Weber State taking on Adams State at 7 p.m. And then Utah State will take on VCU. That game is in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. That game set to tip off at 7.30. Originally, Utah State was supposed to take on Wichita State, but uh, that game got canceled and VCU was put in as the opponent for the Aggies. All right, top 25 action. Games going on right now. Number 10, Kentucky leading Moorhead State 62-35. 13th-ranked Michigan State all over Eastern Michigan, 58-39. The second half has just started there. Number 16, North Carolina, with an 11-point lead over Charleston, 54-43. That game also just starting in the or excuse me, uh, 12 minutes to go in the second half, 11 minutes in the first half. 14th-ranked Texas Tech leading Northwestern State, 26-15. And uh, number 18, Arizona State, uh, leading Rhode Island 18-13, also 24th-ranked Rutgers on top of Sacred Heart 14-11, and number 15, West Virginia, this game early uh, in uh, after tip-off, they have a 7-5 lead over South Dakota State. A couple finals, number 4, Virginia defeating Towson 89-54, 5th-ranked Iowa over North Carolina Central 97-67, also number 17, Houston defeats Lamar 89-45. Coming up next, back over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Zions Bank, for a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Now, let's head back to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. And for the first time in nine months and three days, we welcome you courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah, for the BYU Cougars 2020-21 regular season opener this evening. It is BYU hosting the Griffins of Westminster College for a third time in the last four seasons. This magnificent venue sitting almost entirely empty tonight, but hearts are full as once again the Cougar Hoopsters uh, take to the floor in the midst of a prolonged pandemic. Players and coaches alike enduring uncertainty and instability as BYU and its opponents seek to play as many games as possible along the path to a hopeful return to normalcy. My name is Greg Grubel. I'll have tonight's play-by-play joined in a more socially distant fashion by my broadcast partner Mark Durant at our new broadcast location courtside, but opposite instead of alongside the BYU bench. And Mark, as we tonight begin our 24th season together, we can say without a shred of hyperbole that we have never seen a season like the one we're about to call. And I hope it's the last one of its kind, but at least we're back together. Cougar Nation is tuning in, and the BYU Hoopsters are back. Gregory Rubel. As I live and breathe, brother, it's good to see you. And, by the way, you look better from six feet away. Uh, man, you know, no rain, no snow, nor global pandemic is going to keep us from broadcasting basketball. Greg, we've done, in 25 years, we've done almost everything. Remember in Vegas, your, all your equipment got lost at the airport. We had to patch together this Frankenstein amalgamation of radio equipment to call that game. and. But we did it, man. We're gonna, we're gonna, as long as they're playing and BYU's playing, just try and keep Greg Rebell and I from uh, from calling the game. And I'm just so excited. It's like Christmas early that we're here, we're playing, all the stuff that's gone on to feel, even with an empty stadium, to feel a sense of normalcy and have BYU basketball and having fans listening to BYU basketball. And I, I just credit everybody that's made this happen because it's a Herculean task, and a lot of people a lot of times want to find ways to, to keep things from happening. But... When, when you've got young men that have worked so hard, you ought to try and do everything you can to, to make it happen. Of course, you do it safely. Of course, you do it responsibly. But uh, they, they guys, these guys have worked too hard to not be able to play and exhibit their skills. And, man, I'm excited for this team. A lot of exciting new young faces. Miss some of those old guys. But this is going to be a very exciting, good basketball team, and I'm happy to be here. Amen. When we come back, it's our first pregame conversation of the season with the newly extended BYU head coach, Mark Pope, as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar pregame coaches show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to the Marriott Center here in Provo. Tonight, BYU and Westminster College tipping off the 2020-21 regular season. First of what we hope are three games in four nights to open the College Hoops campaign. BYU will be right back here tomorrow night to host New Orleans. A game with Utah Valley scheduled for Saturday. And the latest word is it looks pretty good. I think UVU scheduled a Friday game ahead of that. So I think their COVID situation has resolved itself satisfactorily. So we'll plan on BYU and UVU on Saturday. The Cougars have, uh, like the rest of the college basketball world, navigated the murky waters of this pandemic to get to this point. And in our pregame interview now with Coach Mark Pope, brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. I asked the coach about what it means to him and his guys to finally be able to tip a season off on time. Uh, I mean, we're just so grateful. Uh, 
um, you know, even in the last couple of days, as we're doing, you know, we're doing three tests a week. And so as our tests are coming in the last 24 hours, I'm just sitting there like keep my fingers crossed that we're okay. I know every team in the country is doing the same thing. And so we're so grateful that everything's worked right and we can tip it off tonight and, and begin this season of basketball. These guys have worked really hard. Uh, we got a long way to do. We got to get way better, but, but we're going to do that by playing games. We're excited about that. You know, Coach, uh, Tom Homo recently has introduced the all-in campaign for Cougar Nation, and, and that's you, you want to be all-in on the season, right? You, your guys have worked so hard. You're just hoping you get as many games in as possible, and this thing goes as, actually, as smoothly as, as we hope. Yeah, it's, that's actually probably the biggest challenge around the country because every single day, three hours before tip today, our guys are still understanding there's a possibility that either on our side or the other team's side, this game gets canceled. It's not where you normally are as an athlete. As an athlete, you're normally so dialed in um, that, that, you're, that you're just 100% straight ahead. And so we have to kind of play mind games with ourselves. I'm telling you, this COVID sitting out there right now for everybody is just a it's, – it's this excuse that's float. and I'm just saying in a sports sense. It's this excuse that's floating out around in the air every single day for every single player and every single coach to grab onto whenever they want to. And that is a, as a coach, that's just a cancer to an organization. And so I'm really proud of our guys because they haven't been reaching for that excuse. They haven't been thinking about it. It's going to bode well for us in our pursuit to grow as a team. All right, the team you put on the floor tonight will be almost complete. Uh, you're missing uh, a big part, literally. Can you tell us about your personnel situation for tonight? Yeah, so we're going to sit Matt today. He tweaked his ankle uh, mid last week, and so we're just proceeding with caution. Uh, he's not quite 100%, so he's kind of day by day, hour by hour. Uh, but we have everybody else. Miraculously, I-, I can't say enough about this, Wyatt Lowell and Coach Shork and Rob Ramos. It's four months and three days since he had a surgery. Shoulder surgery. Soldier, shoulder surgery. Same, same, same surgery that Gavin Baxter had last year. And it's a four- to six-month window for recovery. And he actually went full speed for four practices this week. And I don't know if I'm courageous enough to throw him in the game today just because I'm still nervous that he's at the beginning of that window. But he is dying to get in the game. He's so hungry. He's worked so hard as well as our performance team. Have done an unbelievable job getting him back. So he's, he's, he's ready to go. How do you plan to start tonight? So we're going to start uh, with two point guards, Alex Barcelo and Brandon Averett. We'll start Connor Harding at the three. We'll start Gavin Baxter at the four and Kobe Lee at the five. Okay, that means you're able to bring guys like uh, Richard Harward off the bench, uh, Caleb Lohner off the bench. A lot of height there for you, even without uh, Matt Harms. If Wyatt gets in the game, another long guy for you. So much attention on the length of this year's team. How much value is there in just being a long team? Well, there's a ton of value if you can move your feet. That's the whole game. Like, if you have length that can actually be mobile, you have something special. If you have length that's not mobile, it, it, it's almost it, – it, the way the game is played now, it almost – you can't function that way. So we've been focusing every single day on our mobility. We'll continue to focus on that. You mentioned uh, Rich and Caleb coming off the bench at the 4-5 and five for us today. Uh, those two in the last three days of practice – they forged a bond, man. There's a special mm. energy between those two guys. They're taking pride in what they're doing. I'm excited for that group coming off the bench tonight to, to see what kind of energy they can bring into the game. What are you most curious about about your team right now? Well, there's all the general stuff where we've been practicing for 
you know, six weeks now, and we didn't get a uh, private scrimmage. We didn't get an exhibition game. And so I'm, I'm really curious about how my team's just going to function in a real game. I'm functioning about how rotations work. I'm functioning, uh, I'm interested in how guys' energy feeds off each other. Like I mentioned, Rich and Caleb, you know, maybe we'll see for a day or a week or a season, maybe we've hit on to something where they can feed off each other. What are my other combinations where the sum of the parts is greater mm. than, uh, the whole is greater than the sum of parts, right? So I'm kind of looking for where energy flows between guys. I'm super curious to see uh, how functional we are on the glass, uh, something we've been talking about all summer long. I'm really interested to see how dedicated we can be to be in there on the catch defensively against a team that really shoots it and moves the ball. Uh, I'm curious about everything about this team, actually. I'm just so excited to kind of open up the the deal and start working on it. And finally, I'm sure you're curious, too, about uh, a Marriott Center vibe in this new uh, in this new protocol. Yeah, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Like everything else, BYU uh, our whole staff at the Marriott Center and OIT people have gone above and beyond to, to, to make what I think on opening day is going to be the most exciting, empty arena in the, <laughs> in the country of college basketball. I really believe that. I mean, they, they brought in this 60-foot video board. They've had fans sign up to watch the game virtually. They'll see themselves on BYU TV cheering virtually uh, and, 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 you know, done everything else to make the Marriott Center look like a place that's got energy and atmosphere. It's just it's unbelievable what BYU does when they put their mind to it. Well, it's great to be at this spot with you and the boys. Coach, good luck tonight. We'll talk to you postgame. Thanks, Greg. Game one, baby. Let's go. That is Mark Pope and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Looking for an even more convenient way to shop at Smith's? Try Smith's Click List. Order online and pick up curbside by the store. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com for details. Coming up next, it is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried & Jensen. Siegfried & Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside the Marriott Center in Provo for tonight's regular season opener between BYU and Westminster College. No fans in the stands tonight. Attendance being limited to family of coaches and players. This will be attendance protocol for at least the first three scheduled home games of the season. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant with you from Courtside, our statistician and broadcast assistant tonight is BYU Associate Director of Athletic Communications, Brett Pine. Jason Shepard is our studio host. Our control board operator is Liam Howard. Our coordinating producer, Terry South. Our BYU Radio engineers, Sean Fay and Barry Squires. And our broadcast intern at BYU Radio is Bryce Larson. Great to have you with us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our satellite flagship is BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. Our over-the-air flagship, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 11.60 a.m. Well, tonight's game will uh, look different to us and everyone watching on TV. It'll certainly sound different to our listeners. Uh, 
used to the roar of the crowd, let's say. And for players and coaches, it'll feel different without the rattle and hum of the home crowd to give energy and feedback. But it'll be a pure representation of, well, basketball. The sneakers squeaking and the coaches calling out instructions. The players relying on each other for support and the kind of juice that is usually supplied by the spectators. Mark, this is going to be a challenge for everyone involved. But uh, I know the Cougar Nation is unified in, in pulling for these guys to get through whatever lies ahead and hopefully do it while winning a lot of games. I can't help but think about the contrast. So the last time I was in this building, Greg, it was such a mass of humanity yelling and hugging and screaming because they just beat the number one team in the country, and here we are in an empty building. But one of the things, just from a purely basketball perspective, especially early in the season, I always loved the neutral site tournaments because then I knew who the better team was that won. And, I, I mean, I love everything about home courts and the fans and everything, but, I mean, that's almost 10 points of an advantage for a team. And, and so I like it when it's just let's go play and see who the better team is. And when you, when you don't have the fans, I mean, you look at games last year, the Utah game, the Boise State game, maybe those go different. I'm not making excuses because BYU has their own home games. You look at the Gonzaga game. Maybe that doesn't go the way if BYU doesn't have fans. But what I like about this, just from a basketball perspective, is we'll see who the better team is. But let's bring the fans back as soon as possible because, man, it's so much more fun for everybody, especially the, the guys playing, to have fans screaming. Well, coming up after the break, we'll hear from the other side of the bench the uh, Westminster College head coach, Norm Parrish, as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cooper Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and join Greg Rubel. Welcome back to the Marriott Center and the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show ahead of BYU and Westminster College, the third all-time meeting between these two programs, BYU winning games in 2017 and 2018. Three BYU players have suited up against the Griffins, Gavin Baxter, Colby Lee, and Connor Harding, all played in a win over Westminster two years ago. Uh, in November two years ago, all three players scored in limited minutes. The head coach of the Griffins is Norm Parrish, a Beehive State stalwart on the college sidelines. He's in his sixth season with the Griffins after a long and successful tenure with Salt Lake Community College. We spoke a short time ago here at the Marriott Center about after his team's afternoon shoot-around. And uh, we talked about, uh, well, just getting to this point, starting a season, uh, one for the books in uh, one way or another. Here's Coach Parrish. Well, I mean, I, I like our guys. And uh, we, you know, we went, you're right, we lost, I think we have like six total points and four rebounds and two assists back, uh, not very many minutes. So we've, you know, we're, it is what we are. So we get a lot of junior college kids. We occasionally get the four-year bounce backs. So, so we do have an older, and then we have some return missionaries. So we do have an older team still. But um, I'm not dead sure what we have. They're good kids. They, I, I expect them to play hard tonight. Uh, we've been hit like every other team with the COVID issue. So uh, we ended up taking like seven days, 17 days off from like October 17th to November 3rd. Uh, in fact, Monday was our first practice with our whole, with all 16 of them. Uh, so we've been as low as 10, but we're usually been around 12 to 15. Uh, so I'm not sure what we have, but, but I think we'll end up being okay. This will be a, t obviously this will be a, <laughs> huge mountain just size wise and their experience and how would you describe your team the team you think you're going to be putting on the floor tonight? um 
I think when it comes down to it, I think we will be a good shooting team. Statistically in practice, we're still not. Uh, and then I think we'll be a little deeper than normal. Whether that means we're all better or we're all worse, I don't know. But we'll be deeper. And then I think we got at this level, the Division Two level, and basketball in general is trending this way, is guys that play multi-positions. And we got a handful of guys that can play you know, they could play the two, they could play the four. Now, it's not quite like BYU's two that can play the four, that's 6'10". But but uh, at our level, teams we'll play teams that have nobody over 6'5 on the floor, and then we'll play teams that are 7'6", 6'8". So so I think we have a team that can do different things. Um, good, 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 great young man. So I, I think we'll be all right. If you had to pick from a handful of names of candidates to be tonight's leading scorer, uh, leading rebounder, leading assist guy, who are you saying on those? <laughs> well, you know, uh, I mean, rebound-wise, hopefully he'll step up. One of our returners is Brandon Willardson. So he's he's probably got the most minutes behind his back. So he obviously he's going to be out man tonight, but if we're going to be good, he's got to step up and, and be a major force. Um Scoring wise, you know, uh, we had a kid sit out last year named Remy, Remy Torbert. Mm-hmm. Played at Northwest College in Wyoming, and he had a foot issue last year. Had surgery. He can really score it. Um, so hopefully, and again, he's out. He's not a big kid either, um, but I expect him. And then another kid that's been playing good that's kind of a surprise for us is Joey Andrews. Okay. Um, he he's a Utah kid. Went to Big Bend, and. Um, He's one of those that can play. He can put it on the floor. He's been shooting it well. He's tonight. He's not going to look real strong, but for our level, he's a good, strong kid. Um, you know, Taylor Miller is really talented. Uh, Someone that, who once upon a time yep, committed that to you here, guys are right? committed. To, yep. Yeah, that you're familiar with. And then the other kid that's back that played. He was playing a lot at the end of the year was Jarrett Jarrett Jordan, and um, and he's a good shooter. He's quick. You know, he's he's a kid out here tonight. Hopefully he'll bring it, and and you'll see that he's not gonna he's not gonna be. It won't be like man, these guys are D one and he's D two. He should be able to play with them. Finally, coach, what do you expect to see out of BYU tonight? Oh my word! Well, number one, they're. I, I was just telling the other guys. I know they could go point guard six ten six eleven seven three. They're they're so big, so uh, I'm not sure which lineup he'll go with. Uh, their their size is just something we'll never see again. Um, uh, so I, I'm not sure which combination Coach Popel will do, uh, but I expect to see Baxter at some three probably. Um, they they always run push their stuff. I, I I would imagine this year they might not be quite as fast because you you lose Haas and Toulson. Yeah, and I know. Averett's quick, but I don't know if he's as ex- – I don't – knock on wood. I don't expect him to light up people like – he might light us up, but I don't expect him to light up people like Haas. Okay. Um, so they're going to push it, but I think they're going to throw it inside more than they ever have. All right. Well, um, Norm, uh, good to see you and okay, uh, have your team back in the Marriott Center tonight. Happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks. You too, Best Greg. Best of health, of course, and we hope it's a good season for you. Okay. Thanks, Greg. That is Westminster College head coach Norm Parrish. BYU fans, whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. 
To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. Coming up next, a closer look at the new-look roster for BYU under head coach Mark Pope as our BYU versus Westminster coverage continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. BYU and Westminster College coming up. First game in a BYU uniform for up to eight players, but uh, transfer big man Matt Harms will not be one of them. He's out this week with an ankle injury that is uh, not expected to be long-term. Coach Pope says he's just not 100% quite yet. Hopefully he gets there by next week's tournament in Connecticut. The eight newcomers expected to play tonight are Brandon Averett, Richard Harward, Wyatt Lowell, Spencer Johnson, Caleb Lohner, Gideon George, Hunter Erickson, and Jesse Wade. You add them to the returning core of Barcelo, Harding, Baxter, Lee, and Nell. And you've got as deep and versatile a team as we've seen, Mark, in our time together. Once Harms gets on the floor, an even more interesting team. Hey, well, you read that list. Make, I feel like I'm at Thanksgiving dinner looking over the spread, <laughs> man. That all sounds really good to me to, to bring in that kind of talent and experience. This will be a fun team. All right, BYU and Westminster College just moments away as we head to our break. We'll ask you if you know that BYU's Student Alumni Association, did you know they run the largest food drive in Utah County and have been doing it for more than 20 years? Teaming up with Community Action Services, you can turn $1 into 3 mils or 15 pounds of food. Go to fooddrive.byu.edu to help families in need this holiday season. That's fooddrive.byu.edu. Time for our last break. Some final thoughts before tip-off. Coming up next, this is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.